Welcome back, y'all, to episode 180-something of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day. The intention of this podcast is to master the short-form podcast as well as informing, as well as entertaining. Nothing is off the table. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Okay, so kind of clarifying something I think is going on right now currently. There was actually another UFO spotted within Yukon, Canada, and NORAD was scrambled once again um, to shoot down a potential UFO cylindrical object. Now, I really want to put this into context, okay? So people are like, oh, invasion, UFOs, blah, blah, blah. I really think here's what's going on. The DoD has spotted from 2021 to 2022 over 350 aerial phenomenon that couldn't be explained. Some of them being balloons, some of them being drones, and the large percentage of them being things they can't even explain. What you have to put into context is after the Chinese balloon went over North America, it kind of prompted a buckling down of security for our for our aerospace if you will um, our air and space so whenever you take it on and there's these weird phenomenon coming on the radar and they're scrambling f-16s they're under the they're potentially under the thought process it could be another weather balloon here is why the weather balloon on the radars do not show up the same way as a normal plane would a weather balloon doesn't have a coding signature you can look at a plane and determine it based on its, how fast it's moving, how the speed, the trajectory. With a balloon, it's going to hover, it's going to float, it's going to be relatively slow. So whenever you're doing an analysis based on the radar, you don't know the difference between a UFO and a weather balloon. So if there's over 300 situations where we've spotted UFOs in the last year to two years, we prompted and put it on the context of this weather balloon situation with China, which China is being more aggressive potentially because the United States is moving to open bases within the Philippines. So the United States is working on a more strategic effort within the Pacific. China could look at the way we are putting bases in the Philippines as a means to create aggression so they send over the weather balloon. That's potentially the story that's going and as a result of it the the technology and the capabilities are picking up these aerial phenomenon, they've been picking them up for years. The DOD has unclassified it and indicated that these things are a part of the space and air situation. We've just never went after them because we never had the, the, the thought process that it could be a weather balloon that had a payload. So that's why we are seeing these things. It's a new, it's a new kind of security measure that we've never had to take place in the United States. That's why you're also getting it within more isolate areas if you look at the yukon and those parts of alaska people don't see i mean you look up at the sky but it's like people aren't reporting a whole lot so that too could potentially go into it so what's happening well if in fact the ufos are coming to earth especially on this weekend which is super bowl sunday i think i have quite the story for them to let them really feel welcome Within the United States. I don't know if any of you guys have been following this story, but the Chiefs have a super fan named Chief Aholic. If you are not familiar with this super fan, you could catch him any game 
in Aero Stadium, wearing all red, dressed as a wolf. He was well known of the super fan fan fandom, if you will, within Arrowhead Stadium. Well, Superfan got quite the name for himself because he would always he was so consistent and he show up, all right? And his name is Xavier Michael Badara Badura. I cannot if I I one day I'm just gonna have to pay someone to read stuff. Okay, Xavier Michael. So why is Xavier Michael being talked about, or why am I bringing it up? I just want to put this in the context. If UFOs and aliens were coming to Earth, I mean, I think they would be quite entertained because this story is one for the books. So, if you can think about it, this teacher, or I'm not a teacher, but this super fan was reportedly going to the um, Kansas City Chief Houston Oil Houston Oiler game. Wow. I don't know where that came from. The Houston-Texas game in December 16th. So on his way there, so apparently what was happening with this super fan is he had a reputation. He had a side hustle in which he was calling it where, yes, he would in fact rob banks. You heard me. The super fan known as Chief Aholic was known for robbing banks. Not known. Well, what happened is on his way to Houston, when he was going to a game where the Kansas City Chiefs, like I said, played the Texan, Houston, Houston Texans, he was actually robbing a bank in Brixley, Oklahoma. And he quote-unquote called it his side hustle. So the police reacted to this scene immediately on December 16th and started to interview eyewitnesses to discover that the direct the robber had fled. So whenever the direct the robber had fled, eventually he was caught. So whenever he was caught, he had a weapon and a lot of cash on him. And it turns out the suspect was the wolf-headed superfan. So you caught and attached this environment. So whenever you look at it, the police actually arrested him. And Chief Aholic was wearing the mask when he was arrested. So, I mean, the guy is obsessed with this mask. And it's unclear whether he wore the same mask that he robbed the bank in as a game. He was arrested, okay, he's put on $200,000 bond, okay? So that's how much it was to get him out. And last week, Chief Aholic tweeted on December 12th that he was also going to attend. So his last tweet was on December 12th, like I was saying, and what happened is he was scheduling his games, and, you know, he's trying to make every single game, and the fans were all shocked whenever he did not show up. So... It kind of led people to believe what was going on, and the robbery occurred about 280 miles outside of Kansas City, less than 500 from Houston, and yes, Chief, Chief Aholic was arrested by the police receiving a weapon. I mean, can you imagine how crazy that is, that you actually have a fan who goes to every single games, he is really, he wears a wolf costume, and he is arrested for robbing a bank. Well, here's where the story gets even crazier. Okay, so he robbed the bank and he's been in jail. His bond was posted at 200k. Well, since he was charged with a having a gun and a mask, I don't know if you realize this, but it's a federal offense to wear a mask and or have a gun within the same car. So apparently, what happened is his bail was lowered. I think to around eighty thousand dollars. He had some money in savings. And he was able to post bail because he bet on the Chiefs winning 
and allowed him $40,000. So the chief superfan was released from bail, and as a result of it, he could potentially end up at the the game. But what they're saying is because he has a kind of like a um, he's subject to only be in Tulsa, so he can only be in Tulsa during this time. So, I mean, you can't write that up. I mean, if you see the guy too, it's like he's wearing all red in this wolf costume. And with it being the Super Bowl, I really wanted to bring a story that kind of captured the essence of this podcast, which is to talk about stories people don't talk about, especially on Super Bowl Sunday. I mean, who's talking about the chief aholic bank robber who is obsessed with the Chiefs, goes to every game, and as a result of it, he could potentially be going to this game if he makes bail. So for me, it's probably one of the crazier stories that are coming out about it. And I think, like, it just shows how committed fans are, but a lot of ways to potentially Kansas City Chiefs are. I don't know how many fans have been arrested like this. But moving on with this kind of being, you know, I get always so curious about this whole UFA, UFO news story because to me it's really, really interesting. Um, I have a background within getting my master's degree in international security, studying a lot of security policy, living in China. I've also experienced the Chinese culture for two years as well as living on a farm where there's potential cow mutilations, where the news came in and did interviews. So I've always been a little bit more interested in kind of UFOs and aliens because it's, since I was five years old, I was told that potentially they could have came to our farm and mutilated our cows. And I saw the cows and it was a very gruesome scene and it really stuck out to me as a child. So whenever you hear these stories about what's going on within... Um, Alaska and Canada at the moment, you know, I would really think that maybe people would have more interest in the information for the aerial phenomenon. But I'm going to give you, yes, I haven't done this in a while, kind of the top 10 Google trends that are going on within the world at this moment. So obviously, number one is going to be the Super Bowl, which is Super Bowl 23. Um, It's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Eagles located in Arizona. Next, okay, which fine, it's Super Bowl Sunday. Next, we have the UFC with the fight with um, Islam and Alex and them fighting, and this had 1 million searches. But the Super Bowl has 5 million searches. The average Google search runs around 50,000 searches, so 50,000 people at any given moment looking up something. But this really shows you the 5 million that, you know, a lot of people are specifically looking at one thing. Number three, we look at Real Madrid at 5,000K. Next, we have West Ham versus Chelsea at four or two thousand k. At number four, we have Super Bowl time two hundred k. Okay. At number five, we have another soccer game, Liston and in Tamahan at two thousand k. Arsenal versus Brechtin at number seven two thousand k. Mavericks at number eight at one thousand. Then we have the Brewers at number nine. Then we have the ten for the Cavs. All right, so. UFOs are potentially coming to this country. We got things being shot down. We got balloons. We have all types of things going on, and people are Googling that. That was Saturday. However, when you do look at 10, when you have USO shots another UFO over North Canada, you have 5,000 views on Google for the 10th. You have two for Cody Logan, I don't know who that is. Then you have Patrick Holmes. Then you have Rihanna. Rihanna will be the Super Bowl act. 
you have the last episode, which I saw number five, which is pretty good. Then the fact that a thousand people looked it up on Google shows me that that show is really trending at a high level. Because I've been looking at these Google trends for about three to four months and really understanding them. And they really do impact current trends going on within TikTok, social media, and things like that, more so than I ever thought. You have Anna Paula Lung, then you have the East Palestine, Ohio, about, I guess, something going on with the with the train. I don't know if you guys saw that story, but the train crashed and it created, set it off fire. Then you have number eight, Moldova's, which I talked about yesterday. Go listen to it if you want to know about the situation going on within Moldova. Then you have number nine, Brad, Brad Favre, Brad Favre, why can't I talk? And then you have number 10, Lincoln Park. So... Those are kind of the Google trends over the last few days to show you what people are looking into. I think with this UFO thing, it's just really strange. I mean, I, I've, I've laid out why I think it's going on in the uptick in potentially shooting them down. But what's really going to be the determining factor is once we find the, I go back to the story, but once we find the remnants of it and can study it, it'll give us a better indication of what it is. You know, if it is, in fact, weather balloon related or man-made, but these areas are very remote. It's not like you can just send a team in there within, like, 10 hours. I mean, it's going to take a while. They're going to fly in. You know, they're better yet potentially find the one off the coast of Alaska, which they have to go to. Mind you, it is the time of year, too, where it's not always daylight. I mean, you get up there, and there's about four or or less hours of daylight so if you're searching in winter conditions it's like you can't search that much you know and it's like you're finding something that's really really small the size of a car in a frozen ocean so I'm, I'm, they probably can find it but i'm just saying like you know they probably have geospatial stuff going on and they're flying around the spy planes looking for it but then you look in the yukon and it's the same situation so uh with that one you just have to be patient but i tell you what man i'm all over the place but this the UFOs and the super fan. I mean, we got a crazy Sunday. I think it's going to be a really, really good game. I mean, there's also this potential script leak online that's saying that the NFL is all fake in that there was a script leak for the game. And what it looks like is that um, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to lose to the Philadelphia Eagles, and the, and the ending price will be. The ending cost will be 37 to 34 Eagles. So we'll see where that goes. Um, it's, it, you know, we'll see where it goes. But that's my podcast for today. A little bit all over the place. We got aliens. We got chiefs. We got eagles. We got crazy fans. And we will get back to you tomorrow.